<sighs> typical, typical. Summon me and let me sweat. <sighs> hey, Ruby. Sorry for the wait. I got caught up at the commissary. Um, did you at least bring me something, you know? Don't I always? Well, better be good this time, Gordy. You know, none of those knockoffs from the dreamlands again. Ugh. Well, if you don't want them. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's not be hasty here. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I just... Is this... I can't... Is it real chocolate? Only the best for our star guest. Mm-hmm. Chocolate and flattery. You must want something big today. Yeah, straight to it, I guess. Uh, we need you to go over it all again, from the beginning. Again? Seriously? I know, I know, I'm sorry. We just want to make sure that we're not missing anything. Even the smallest detail might point us in the right direction. So you really think you're going to find her? We have to try. Fine. But only because this is real chocolate and only till the end of this bag. Fair terms. Thank you. Let's start with how you met them. Mm. Well, I was taking pictures around the UIC campus for an architecture magazine back in Chicago. And that was in, what, 1918, your Earth time? Yeah. Got it. How did you get involved? I don't remember. I guess something about the way my lens caught the light when I saw them just spoke to me, you know? So I followed them. Them being who, exactly? Uh, Ambrosia, Millie, and Rose. But you already know all this? I know, sorry. It's for the record. Please continue. <sighs> well... Ambrosia hired Millie, a PI, to help her find her missing friend, Irene Osborne. Oh, Rose tagged along behind Millie. Rose was a bootlegger, by the way, supplied Millie from time to time. Uh, yeah, they bumped into each other on campus, I guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, wait. I followed because it felt right, especially when we found a note for an address I was supposed to photograph later that day. I think it was, according to Irene's assistant, Marty, I think his name was, she was testing out some new gear at the house and hadn't been back in a few days. What was Dr. Osborne doing when she disappeared? Oh, you know, she was studying portals that were opening all over the city, causing weird things to happen. She was testing a machine that was supposed to close them. But you doubt that. At the time, we had no reason to. We'd find the portal and close it, and things would go back to normal there. Like the haunted house or the cistern with the siren. We thought we were helping. And now? And now... Now we know she was just using us. So you had no idea she was working to open the way for Tulsha and, uh... Him. We didn't even know there were gods like that. Not until we met the trouser rats. <coughs> Um, I'm sorry, the what? The, you know, the, the trouser rats, the rats in pants running around UIC. 
A med student was experimenting with them, made a whole little society of them. They worshipped some sort of tree monster god that... <sighs> that ate Millie while she was holding the portal machine. She's honestly the only reason we made it out. That was very brave of her. Not many face a dark young and survive. A, a, a dark young? That tree thing? Yeah, they're children of Magna Mater, the Great Mother. The, um, trouser rats. Sound like they worshipped the dark young who passed that on to Magna. Wait, so that thing wasn't even really a god? We're getting off track. Without Dr. Osborne's machine, how did you find the next portals? Oh, Cora, she had some more esoteric ways of finding things. I don't really think the doc approved, but in hindsight, she was on a timeline and needed to finish things fast. So Cora didn't know about Dr. Osborne's plans either. <laughs> Irene didn't even believe in Cora's methods because they weren't scientific. Do you really think she would have gone there if we had any other choice? Besides, she was willing to help, and we weren't exactly flush with friends at the time. Fair enough. So at that point, how many portals had you closed? Um, let's see. The Haunted House, the Siren Cistern, the Labyrinth in my friend Dorcas Cafe, and the, what was it? The, the Dark Young. Uh, so, one, two, three, so four. There was also the one... Millie and Marty used to save me and Rose from the mob, but I don't think that one was in Irene's plans. Considering how much damage it caused compared to the others, I'd say not. Look, if we had have known what would have happened, Millie and Marty would have found another way, but there wasn't time. Why did you need rescuing anyway? Uh, that's, uh, complicated. The short version is that we crashed the mob's party when they were trying to sell a paradactyl monster to the guy who owned the haunted house. The mob kidnapped us, interrogated us, and maybe turned us into magic soup. Right. What's the long version? <sighs> Need another chocolate for this one. <laughs> oh boy. So, Rose's ex-boyfriend, Gaston Judge, whew, jaw could cut glass oh, sorry anyway you know he's somehow catching monsters coming from the portals and selling them off to rich people or maybe people in their debt i'm not really quite sure anyway we learned when the next exchange was and snuck in but and be kind of blew our cover the ferrodactyl got loose it was chaos it was crazy and then, when things quieted down, Judge hauled us all off in separate cars. Rose and I wound up at the mob boss's house in his creepy murder basement. Millie escaped and found Irene and Marty. Ambie... <sighs> Poor Ambie. What happened to Ambrosia? Sick bastard tortured her. Tossed her in Lake Michigan. If it weren't for Marty's CPR, she would have been dead for good. Bastard. Oh, that explains her transformation then. Wait, 
What do you mean? Well, she picked up a siren's comb in the cistern, right? Yeah? That's part one of a siren transformation if someone isn't naturally born a siren. Part two is basically drowning. After that was when she started experiencing symptoms, right? Dry skin, attraction to water, subtle desires to lure men to watery deaths. Well, do you know where she is now? Is she all right? I am not at liberty to say. Huh. Well, funny that. I feel like I'm done being at liberty to answer your questions. Oh, come on, Ruby. Don't be like that. It's an interdimensional security thing. I can't tell you anything that would compromise an active project. So you can't even tell me if she's okay. She's all right, by siren standards. Well-fed, looked after. <sighs> okay, good. Well, if you have any more questions, better make them good. I'm almost out. All right, after the trouser rats, you had one more portal before the grand portal. What happened? Well, according to Irene, there was a portal down in Grand Park. But we couldn't fully close it because it wasn't completely open. So, Cora helped us do a ritual to open the rift. Thank God the demon that popped out accepted cash. I really don't like to think what it would have asked for if we hadn't closed the portal in time. A demon? Who gave it money? Cora? She what? Um, what's the problem? It was just some cash. No, it wasn't just cash. That demon owes her a favor now. Shit. Hang on, I need to go tell my boss. Man, these guys really do live in the shithole. No wonder they're all so grouchy, grumpy, and stiff. Alright, we need to wrap this up fast. My day just got completely boned. What happened at Four Mile Crib? This is my last chocolate anyway. <sighs> so, the crib was a mess. As soon as we closed the demon portal, a huge pillar of green light shot out of the crib. We kinda hired a boat to take us out there, but Judge and his goons followed us. Irene, Marty, Ambie, Cora, and I snuck in while... Well, Rose... What about Rose? She, uh... She distracted Judge long enough to let us inside. <sighs> fucking psychopath stabbed her. We locked him out of the crib just in time. Jesus, what's with that guy? <sighs> such a dick. Great jaw, but such a dick. So what happened inside the crib? Um, uh, there were a bunch of puzzles we had to solve in order to close it properly. Tulsha's trials, yeah, that makes sense. Well, we finished them, got upstairs just in time for Irene to open the grand portal. About that time, Judge and his goons forced open the door, and all hell broke loose. Irene finally told us what we'd really been doing, closing portals in a certain order to open this one. And then she bolted into the grand portal. 
Marty's doppelganger almost came out of the portal, but Cora shot Marty in time to keep them apart from one another. And that's when it all started to collapse. We got sucked in and, well, you know the rest. Marty's doppelganger. Interesting. Like a shadow version of himself or a true one-for-one doppelganger? Well, couldn't really say for sure and we're out of time even if I could. Right. Thanks, Ruby. I mean it. You've been through a lot and fate hasn't been kind. Well, I got a better shake than some, but no. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Hey, before I walk you back, do you... Do you have any advice for me for talking to Cora? <laughs> don't? I don't have a choice. My boss wants me to talk to her next and I know she hates me. Uh, I got nothing, man. Just good luck? Oh. Shit. <laughs>